Welcome to the Principal's Office Podcast, where we believe that the principal's job is the most interrupted job on the planet, and creating a clear and cohesive plan is the best way to improve your school. I'm your host, Dr. Tom Miller. I'm the founder of Leaders Building Leaders, and it's my goal each week to introduce you to new strategies and initiatives that are improving schools across the country. You're going to learn leadership principles that are going to help you accelerate your growth, build your teams, and execute on those goals so you can exceed those expectations of the communities that you aim to serve. If you want to learn more about what we do, you can go to our website at lbleaders.com. But for right now, enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. Everybody, Dr. Tom Miller here, and I am I am I am physically in the principal's office here. I'm in I'm in the um, uh, principal's office of a school that I'm currently in charge of. But I wanted to take some time and 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 just um, share with you uh, how exciting this week was for me to have the first opportunity to uh, release um, the first copy of our book, the ten the ten ten indicators of high performing charter schools. As I said, um, if you have a copy. Uh, if not, there's there's a link here in the comments that you can download yours right now. Um, you're a free um, e-copy, uh, but it's uh, it's been a long time coming, 10 years, 10 years coming, which I talk a little bit about uh, in the initial chapter. So um, this book, you know, came about my my you know dissertation study, my uh, in uh, 2010 or um, 2009 and 10 is when I started my doctoral program. And I started to, uh, you know, travel the world to uh, study the uh, characteristics of effective schools in general, and did a lot of effective schools research. Um, so thank you, uh, Ron uh, Ron Edmonds, almost uh, 50 years ago. Uh, now, his his work was initially published, and and just continued to to build on that over time. And so uh, that that initial dissertation had five characteristics of effective schools of uh, charter schools, K-8 charter schools that I had found. And, and, um, and then, you know, as I started to, to grow and to understand more about uh, high performance operations and governance and finances and marketing and uh, all those other indicators started to, um, to come forward. So, uh, so the, so the first thing that you want to do, right, is, is, you know, after you download the book and, it's an ebook, so you can you know bring it into any e-reader that you have and highlight and and you know make your comments. But you know the first step I'm going to highly recommend you do is is to take your assessment. You can take your ten indicators assessment online. It takes less than ten minutes, uh, and there's a link right uh, right in the first you know section of the book for you to do that. Or, or you can also go to our webpage, lbleaders.com, and um, go go to the ten ten indicator. 10 indicators page, and you'll be able to take your assessment right there. Um, and as I said, you get your results instantly. The other option is, is, is you can, you can download your wheel of success. Now I highly recommend, um, that you download your wheel and, um, and so this, this will allow you, uh, that each chapter that you read to assess based upon the benchmarks of every indicator. And I really love, you know, being able to 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 not just you know do it myself, um, right? But to also uh, have have my team do it. Uh, so we've run multiple charter schools through this uh, process, you know, uh, so far, 
doing their strategic planning, doing their um, you know school improvement planning for the upcoming school year. Uh, really, really important to get a baseline. Okay, so download your wheel. Uh, so, so you've got to let uh, uh, either electronically or on paper, and and every single time that you get through a chapter individually, um, you can go back to that assessment. Right? How did I assess myself pre-reading the book, and how am I assessing our current reality after re reading the book? But what this wheel is going to do when you when you you know uh, fill it out, it, it's going to show you where your school might be. Um, unbalanced right where where you're where you're maybe maybe hitting some um, uh, potholes that aren't even there right because maybe one side of the wheel is flat and we're finding that very often as as we look at these each of these 10 these 10 10 indicators uh you know the indicators uh, uh two three and four which are all focused on um uh clear instruction plans uh high you know quality employee development and um, instructional practices uh, are getting a little flat, right? And our school's a little bit stronger operational. Um, so when you look at the data, right? So, so, so you just want to take a look at that. You can see where where's your school maybe falling a little flat, right? So I've got my wheel. I've got my self-assessment done. And now I'm diving into each 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 individual chapter. Um, so while so while I do that, um, let's just let's just take a look at this first. You know, chapter which is all about mission, um, uh, a clear, sustained mission and mission. So the first, you know, you know, question that I like uh, uh, to ask uh, charter leaders and you know charter boards, you know, when I get in front of them is, if your school didn't exist, what would anybody know? <laughs> and that's a and that's a challenging question uh, for any group to um, to really you know think on, right? Um, and it's not a question that I ask in terms of trying to be, uh, you know, smart. But I really want them to to I really want the reader to to think about why their school exists. Because the beauty about charter schools is that they were initially created to fill a gap, right? A gap in a district, or a gap in a county, or a gap in a region, or to bring some specific niche to to the education marketplace in the area so that's just where i start right if your charter school didn't exist would anybody know you know what's the impact if it never opened would you know would anybody really really understand um so so this whole you know first part of the first you know chapter is is really getting to understand your mission statement and to to make sure that that the mission is the starting point for every single thing that you do right it's the it's the core uh, everything should be filtered through it it should drive your decision making for uh, people and programs and uh, processes uh, every every single time because when you confuse people, you you lose people. And what I mean by that is, you know, you have some schools that have um, arts-based, right, or STEM-based type uh, missions, but then you walk the halls and and the current reality doesn't align to that. I don't see art. I don't see STEM. You know, I see traditional, you know, school uh, practices, which sometimes happens, right, because of, you know, budgetary or not, not you know, making decisions or, or sometimes there's so much turnover in the school from the original founder and the original um, uh, principal that the 
that the school loses its way. You know, it slowly drifts away from what it was originally, you know, built for, right? So, you know, so one of the really key exercises that, you know, uh, that that I put, and I, I I wanted to put a lot of strategies and a lot of exercises right, right in the book. And this is why it's an e-copy. So you can just print it and download it. I've added all of our resources right in here, you know, to the book uh, for you. There's, there's, there's no need to download anything else. Um, you just click the link. And you'll have, right, what makes an effective mission statement exercise. And you can take this exercise and you can um, sit with your team, right, and really look at your current mission statement, answer the assessment questions upon um, what, you know, what we have here, and then and, and then assess your own mission, right? I also gave some examples of some 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 great missions across, you know, across the um, across w what I could find from a you know global uh, business perspective, but also a charter school perspective as well. So I really love you know some of the missions that I put in here. But you know, here's just a question: Is your is your mission short? Does everybody know it? Can you train around it? Does it define you? Will it take you in the right direction? Does it inspire passion? Does it say how you want to be remembered? Have you revisited in the last you know three years? These are easy yes no questions, and and if you answer uh, uh, no to any of these, you need to take a deeper look, right? So so that's your you know uh, mission improvement exercise, you know right here in the book, uh, you know great exercise. And I really wrote this book to be a blueprint, right? That's why the subtitle is a blueprint for your success. You could basically take these ten indicators and the strategies that I've embedded in each of them and. Um, Build your own uh, powerful school here. Uh, so, so let's move away from mission and let's talk about vision, right? So mission is why you exist. Your vision is where you are going, right? It's what's the, it's what the, you know, what's the end point, right? What's the destination that we're trying to, um, trying to achieve? And, you know, vision is really important because when you set your vision for the future, it lets you write out your goals, right? So when I create a picture of what I want to see in, in terms of a, a successful school, you know, down the road, then it helps me, you know, create small, tangible, uh, you know, goals, right? Long-term goals and short-term goals. So when I've got my long-term goals, right, my, you know, my three to five year goals could be about expansion and grade size and enrollment in a facility, but then it helps me build out my annual goals, right? And my annual goals help me create my quarterly goals. And my quarterly goals help me create my monthly and weekly benchmarks, which drive my daily actions. So every single day, I'm making progress towards my five-year goal, my one-year goal, my quarterly goal, and, and my monthly and weekly benchmarks, right? So, so if you don't have clarity in your vision and you don't have set goals to help you get there, then how do you really know on a daily basis whether you're, you know, whether you're moving in the right direction, okay? So it really helps to connect the daily dots when you have you know, your vision and your goals um, uh, written out, right? Um, so there's a whole, uh, uh, you know, vision exercise and some, you know, some examples of what, you know, vision, you know, statements might be. It's a, it's a great, it's a great process that we take a lot of our charter schools through, uh, you know, vision casting exercises so they can really start to look at the future, get something down on paper, um, and then drive every committee through, through that, um, through that ownership, of that vision, right? Um, so, but there's also great, you know, vision building activities embedded right here. Um, my favorite three I added one was uh, following a group of students around for the day and really observe what they experience, 
right? Ask them questions and be uh, curious, right? So then, then you have an understanding of, you know, are the kids experiencing what I wanted them to experience? Uh, another great vision casting exercise is to visit the highest performing schools in your area. Walk through those schools, walk through with the leadership team, ask a lot of questions, absorb the culture, right? And, and observe the actions of the people uh, within it. And that's going to help you set your vision for what you want in your school. And then, you know, come back and I love, you know, journaling, you know, you know, journal for 10 consecutive days on what you desire your school to look like, feel like, and achieve. And that's going to, that's going to really get, you know, clear. And the key part is here, you're not building on that. You're going to start new every day. So take 30 minutes, write about what you want, you know, uh, to achieve, what it will look like, what it will feel like, and then tear it up <laughs> and just start new the next day. And by the 10th day, you're going to have a lot more clarity. And I, I put some uh, questions in here for you to um, to really drive your your um, uh, daily journaling. Uh, last last but not least, um, you know Mario Andretti uh, was was an amazing uh, race car driver, <laughs> and so uh, Hall of Fame, right? He's he's just accomplished so much. But he was asked, uh, how does he? how does he not drive into the wall going 200 miles an hour? And he said, oh, that's easy. I never look at the wall, right? And he really elaborated. He just said, he said that your direction will follow what you're focused on. So if you look at the wall, you're going to hit uh, the wall. And, and great leaders, they keep their eyes on the vision and the prize, right? So as you, as a leader, when you have your mission of why we exist, right? You know, you know, who do we need to be for our, our, our uh, community? And then you create your vision. And when, when you've got your vision and you've got clarity in what those are, then that's what you keep your focus on, right? It's, it's the leaders that are so worried about all the, you know, all the intangibles around them that they can't control, where they need to keep their focus on what they can control, right? Looking forward. But if you haven't written out your vision statement, if you haven't written out and talked through your team what success will look like and feel like for all of us, then every every decision you make doesn't have a clear ending, right? So when I got clarity in my vision, I know every decision I make is going to take me closer to it, okay? If it can't prove that it's going to take me closer to that vision, then I'm not going to do it. Now, the only... You know, and then the great part about it is when you actually do test things, right, then you'll know, is this closer or, you know, further away? So that way you can keep doing it or kill it, right, or tweak it or do, you know, something different. That's why vision is so, so important. And then at the end of every chapter, at the end of every chapter that, you know, we have here, uh, you've got an opportunity to, to you know, reassess, you know, yourself or take the assessment for the first time. But I end every single chapter with these three uh, questions. What will I apply? What will I change? And what will I teach? Because, because, you know, good intentions is reading the chapter and, you know, down, download the book, but intentional action is going to make a difference, right? So what will your action steps be based on reading every single chapter, right? So that's just, that's just kind of a, of a, of a where this book, you know, came from and, and just to look at the first, you know, chapter and it's, it's my goal every single week to just, you know, put out a short, you know, video, uh, or if you're listening to us on our podcast, um, and, and just a little talk about the book. And so, you know, here's what I want from you as you're reading the book, send us feedback, you know, go, you know, drop a comment underneath of, of, you know, wherever you're listening or watching this, 
this uh, short uh, video on, right? Or go to our uh, uh, our uh, private Facebook page and and you know take a picture of you with the book and and you know what's the strategy, right? Or or shoot shoot me an email at tom at lbleaders.com with with you know the results from your vision exercise or or take a picture of your wheel, right? Let's let's really start to build a community around these ten indicators. Right, you know, give me feedback on what what's what's working for you, or what didn't work, or what's maybe a new, you know, a new level of awareness that you've gained, you know, based upon doing some of these reflection exercises. Um, you know, again, I wrote this book, <laughs> and you all know if you've been part of our programs, I'm not a very strong writer at all. Uh, you'll probably you know be able to tell that as you're reading, you might be cringing as you're reading, right? But I wrote this book to unpack my 10 years of of what i've seen best practice experience so it can accelerate you know whatever impact you're looking to make in your community it's just my hope that if that if you can glean one new idea from every single chapter right or even half the chapters that it accelerates your your growth and your level of achievement and and the impact that you make as a school leader uh for the students, right? Because that's that's just what I want is I believe that every student, you know, deserves to go to a high performing school. <laughs> and and you know, this is my hope for everybody to get there. So if you haven't grabbed your copy of the book, you can go to our webpage at lbleaders.com and right at the very top there's a green bar that says click here to download your copy of the 10 indicators for high high uh, performing charter schools. And if you're not a charter school leader, it's okay because the 10 indicators work for all schools, private schools, district schools, home schools. They'll even work for um, non-profit you know, you know, agencies that you know, focus on uh, student achievement because there's you know, chapters about um, uh, employee development, fiscal vitality, uh, uh, operations and that capacity, uh, marketing and recruitment. So it, it's it's really, in my opinion, a best practices you know book for for the improvement of any organization. Um, you you can take these uh, strategies and do that. So again, hopefully this is helpful for you. Download the book, get your copy, do your do your um, your um, assessment, uh, create your wheel of success, keep it up there in front of you, and then take at the you know take those areas of your wheel uh, that are unbalanced. And start to take those uh, strategies and 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 improve. All right. Remember, one percent each week. That's your goal. If you can get one percent each week of every indicator at the end of the year, e even if you took a two-week vacation, you'll be fifty percent better in every indicator quadrant. That would be awesome, and you'd be making significant impact and living a more empowered life. I'm Tom Miller. I'm hoping I'm raising your awareness. Have an amazing day. Bye bye, everybody.